Good evening, Good November evening. Foxtrot. <laughs> it's a head. <laughs> Sorry, let's never get sold that game. Hello. <laughs> One time you should do it so it's just your head. Like you cover your head. I reckon I'll just, just just the nose. <laughs> nose and, oh my god, we need to buy a morph suit. One of those green morph suits. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, and just I could have things floating across the screen. <laughs> why why is your feed now perfect? As soon as you go live it was it's pucker, isn't it? Okay, like I said, I think it's just Mike just trying to piss me off more. Yeah. More. <laughs> more. I forgot my username, oh, Kieran, Digger, Matthew McCarthy, Les Blaine, Rage, Silly Giddy, Adventures of Zulu. Hi hi, welcome, welcome. Good evening all. Have you got sounds. How are you back both yet? doing tonight? Uh, I think we do. Yeah. Well, I was doing good. Mm. Oh, yeah, I had a big one of them today. I was doing good up until about quarter past five this afternoon, and then it went sort of terribly it wrong from there. Wrong. But there we go. I think I've mended it. Well, I say mend. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> I say I say mend. I mean bodged. <laughs> Until I get a new one. Andy, it loops. Stop playing. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know it loops. Stop. Stop it. Andy, this is your second strike for playing with the, uh, uh, the controls. No, I thought that was rather good timing. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Well done, Andy. Hi, John Smith. Cool sign Chewbacca and Kenny Rebel. Good evening. Good evening. Even Basically, yeah, we tried to do that when you weren't here last. It definitely didn't go very well. Yeah. I, I, did, I just did listen back. I was like, don't do that again. Um, basically, what <laughs> yeah. happened earlier was I was I was fitting a new sump guard onto the bottom of my truck, and and I had to drill out a bolt that was that had been in there a few years, and I had a metal plate to protect something above the bolt, and the plate slipped, and the drill bit went through the bolt and into the bottom of my radiator. Yay! Which was fun. <laughs> something that you always want. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah, which what should have been like a ten minute job of just tightening up four bolts and putting a plate under the truck turned into like. Oh, I've got to find a grommet to fit the hole that I've just made and then put liquid metal over it and then hope to God that it's bonded and then top up the coolant <laughs> and then, yeah, <laughs> just order a new radiator from Europarts, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the original that's in there anyhow, so it's probably due a, an upgrade, to be fair. Yeah, uh, Rage says, you yep. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> mm. I did take all precautions to prevent this happening, but you know, it just... Shit happens, man. But then just took it off. Then just decided no. But then no. My oh, favourite yeah. fix so far has been the anti-rattle block that was rattling. Mm. That's been oh, completely yeah. removed now. That's, been <laughs> yeah. completely, that's just been taken completely <laughs> off the truck. I know I can stop that wobbling about. <laughs> Remove yeah. it. I have deleted the the, the wobble block. Whatever the fuck it was. The wobble block. Anti <laughs> the, the wobble block. The is resonance gone. resonance block. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Stupid Mitsubishi. Stupid people <laughs> designing. Has it made any things. difference other than that? Absolutely, yeah. Because it doesn't. It doesn't rattle about anymore now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it Pop weighs a tools. ton. I was shocked at how much this iPhone-sized block of metal with a little bracket. But obviously, it's a bit chunkier. But fuck me, it was tough and heavy. So I was like, eh, the truck's a bit lighter now. I reckon I could get another 0. 0.5 <laughs> yeah. miles per hour out of it. So that'd take me to 59.5 miles an hour. I think top end. Which is always good. <laughs> well, good evening and welcome to the Beardy Beardy uh, Truck Podcast, where we discuss <laughs> yeah. we discuss about all the talk about all the things that Lance has managed to fuck up on his truck in the past 
two years of owning hours. it. <laughs> 24 hours, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, but uh, this evening we're going to be talking about uh, kind of the second part of our PMC series. I think the first part we pretty much decided that we kind of covered it off, but Unfortunately, we committed ourselves some yeah. <laughs> to doing to doing uh, multiple episodes on the PMC. So Andy and I will be talking about our PMC kind of loadouts that we TG have previously worn. Yeah, uh, hi Terry G. And subsequent to that, we'll be doing a Q and A. So if you have a question you would like to throw into the chat, please feel free to do so and whack a Q at the beginning. Just makes it a little bit easier to see. Um, but then having subsequently been on the receiving end of not having a question read out because there wasn't a Q at the beginning, if you don't put a Q on the end or at the beginning, <laughs> it's not quite so much of a problem. Um, it just makes our lives But we might easier. miss it. Yeah, so, we might miss it. But we might miss it. Uh, we might miss it. So yeah. Forgot my username says the beardy... Beardy and Baby. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> the Beardy, Beardy and Baby podcast. Mm. <laughs> a bit of sunburn today. I was down the allotment. Very sunburned. Wasn't, wasn't that a program? Two men and a baby. Beardy, Beardy and Baby. Two men and two and a beardy, half men. Beardy. Yeah. No, it was three men and a baby. That was a movie. That was it? With Tom Selleck. Three men and a baby. Mm-hmm. Three That's men and a maybe. That's what it would be nowadays, wouldn't it? That's what it'd be called nowadays. Yeah, it'd be called yeah. three men and a maybe. Mm, I'm not sure if I identify as a baby yet. <laughs> Let's roll into the news. Let's roll into. News. I thought I'd catch you off guard. You just got there. <laughs> he got there. I was watching on the screen and he's panicking. Man, I got there with time. because I sat there and went, news. And I was like, oh, shit. I mentioned the screen. Yeah. Question. What do I have um, to ask a question? <laughs> Terry G. Oh, Terry. You are a car. Uh, <laughs> I, I had my um, three torch block delivered um, for the Picatinny attachment that we were discussing last week uh, I oh, have yes. ordered one so I uh, will be taking an amusing photo with that unfortunately I could only order one because I only had one in stock and subsequently tried to find another three to buy so that I could create my ultimate monstrosity of the laser beam rifle um, but I've subsequently been unable to find that so if anybody's got a link to one let me know <laughs> that'd be great alright Um Something I wanted to ask you gents about, and I'm just trying to find the link. Um, Who's you gents? Does it? Well, you two specifically, but I'll open this up to the uh, the wider community. Does anybody use uh, Molly strips? So they are, or Molly sticks. Sorry. So these are a product that are designed to replicate the attachment of Molly pouches and attachments to a, a Molly system. But instead of using or relying on the molly buckling system that you normally have, like the the interweaving of the kind of the um, cordura strip, I don't know what you call it, like the weaving that in and out of the rest of the molly system. Uh, this is a product that I recently found on Amazon that I would like to present to you for discussion. Oh, they the plastic. It's not really a news. It's just something I thought was interesting. Yeah, they're plastic. It's like a yeah. plastic stick i have basically. i have something similar on what do i have it on oh, i have go. it on a couple of pouches um yeah they don't move they are solid i the only thing that i find with my ones is that you have to have them upside down so mm -hmm. you have your instead of like normally the the pouches go down and then you clip underneath why well, i find that the 
bottom section can dig into you because it goes down further because it's a solid bit of plastic. So I turn mine around so it's sitting under the under the molly. But other than that, I like, yeah, I actually use something very similar. Um, I use the five eleven ones, I think it is. But yeah, yeah, I like them. They're pretty good. They're similar. I've got some um, polymer mag pouches which use a similar sort of setup. It's just like a mm. essentially like a rubberized strap which pushes down through the molly and then clips underneath. Um, I've not seen them before though. No, I've not seen that style. Mm. So these actually have a little clip lock on them, mm. so it's not just a, a, a stick per se. It actually mm. locks in apparently. So um, yeah, have just you, have, interesting. how many of these have you bought? <laughs> I haven't bought any of these because, in all honesty, I thought twenty-six was probably That's a bit quite steep a lot. for four bits of plastic. Um, but I well, saw it online and I thought, well, maybe this might be of interest to people. Hmm. Yeah. I've, to be honest says, with you, I've never really had an issue with using the standard Molly strapping on the back of the pouch, and you just weave it in and out. I've never really found that. Some people find that a massive ball like to do it. I know it can be if it's brand new kit, um, but I've never really had a problem with it. No, I've never. No, heard. fair enough. I use the plastic ones only on a couple of on two pouches, but yeah. I'll Stop find them buying right. fucking posting kit. That's cost money. I'm gonna get in trouble. Keep all keep buy all these wicked ideas, please. <laughs> Don't know what that means. <laughs> I think that's just a, a, a Les rant. <laughs> that's a... Yeah. Well, the other thing rant. I found, um, which I thought was quite uh, quite a good idea actually, is a speed threader for attaching Molly systems. So speed threader. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's why it should be said. Uh, from now on, Thank I thought you. this was this was a bit of an ingenious product. So rather than have to sit there and you you you're having to kind of because let's be honest, it's not the nicest of fabric. You do kind of get that kind of... Uh, whenever, I, whenever I find I'm attaching lots of molly in sort of a, a, at a period of time, I know my fingers always ache, whereas this is meant to enable a quicker threading. It's like of... a coffee stirrer. I reckon it could yeah, double basically. up, Nick. And you know what I'm like yeah. with dual-purpose <laughs> items. I love a dual-purpose. Uh, so this is the Magpul uh, Molly Speed Threader, patent-pending threading device for PALS and molly webbing can thread a two-strap pouch interlaced correctly in about 60 seconds. I challenge it. Like how quickly do you think that you can do a two-strap pouch? How, how quickly can I thread a two-strap pouch onto, what, like a three-bar molly? Yeah. I don't know. About 60 seconds. What, done correctly or just <laughs> lashed on there like you see most of them when you go to an event? <laughs> oh, well, they're all floppy. <laughs> yeah. No, lash, well, it's where all gone down, All gone down the back and then just click shut at the bottom or just put it back up just, <laughs> yeah. it just goes like that when you're moving go fast don't suck CSW limited thanks <laughs> love like it that. that should be love our t-shirt yeah. go fast don't suck Ray says a table knife blunt ended works just as well and isn't 15 pounds <laughs> oh yes yeah. table knife yes yes yeah. I have fingers that can do exactly the same yeah I, I must profess I don't I mean do you guys find yourself having to regularly thread Molly because I find that once I kind of generally got something in place I'll probably run two or three events and then maybe look at moving it but I won't be moving it'll be like just one pouch I might be adjusting slightly yeah I, I, I don't tend velcro. to velcro literally I just buy placards just velcro everything on literally just velcro <laughs> yeah, a fully velcroed velcro, like the soft the, uh, the, the the loop sorry on the yeah. plate carrier and literally the hook on the pouches and just you can just stick them wherever the fuck you want then yeah 
I just run, I just run a placard, and the the things that stay on my side have stayed on my side for the last uh, five, five, six years. Like I haven't changed how I run the sides on my on my pouches for the five, six years. So the placard's the only thing that changes, and that's why I quite like the recon ones because it's just two clips here and a bit of velcro. That's it, job done. Recon ones, recon, recon, <laughs> and that is actually what they're called. So, pipe down. <laughs> oh. Les just said my missus just walked in and saw this on the telly and she said you're not to buy any more airsoft kit <laughs> sorry Mrs Les he won it in a raffle sorry. he yeah. won it in a raffle <laughs> it was less than £50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you gents got any news from this week that you have seen no, no purchases uh, damaged my truck today I've already spoken about that I don't want to bring it up again yeah, me and Lance are possibly thinking of doing a some sort of fun activity at Shift Your Rifts. Yes, there is a comp. I did briefly There's mention be... this to Mike because he he does to bring a big jar of things along. Um, yeah, but there'll there, be more there revealed. Be, so there should be, be little... gifts, gifts galore, gifts galore. Win yourself a bag of brown. Yeah, See, bag I'm of worried. Brown. I'm worried because you guys haven't necessarily run this past me, and the last competition was Hunt Mike. <laughs> so. It's well, always that as well. That's be, a given. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's going to be a given. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's an outfit that people will be given to put on you if they do find and successfully yes. hunt you down. That you yeah. have to then wear it's and just parade, a big nappy. parade around an arena of, yeah. of Mike. The arena of Mike. <laughs> um, and also, uh, I hope they're listening, but Facebook, you suck dick. <laughs> yeah, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> that no we're, that we're currently one. streaming on right now. Sorry. Yeah, well. Sorry, Facebook. <laughs> if you see my posts, you'll understand why. <laughs> yeah, I did see the picture. I, I, and to be fair, Andy, I think they're absolutely right to ban you for. for, <laughs> yeah. for I'm not banned. For I'm on a, a question. I'm on a. I'm on a final warning <laughs> now. That's it. Don't ask questions, mate. Not unless you run us. Yeah. I think them. it's. I think it's because your comment was, "I can't wait for this to kick off," which implies. Like, oh yeah, I want it that to kick off. Like some referees across like the country, pre-football match. <laughs> yeah. um, can't go. Uh, oh, can't wait just for a, a mass ban on on all referees. Assholes. <laughs> um, rage says. Oh, rage says it's that great thing of creating a solution for a problem that doesn't exist. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But they're making money from it, so who's the idiot? <laughs> and um, they're sold out. And they're sold out. Uh, well, to be fair, they could have just made one and sold that. So, um, yeah. forgot my username. Changing Velcro pouches around would require a lot of shouting, though. Yeah, yeah to the old tactical Velcro. Oh, I don't, I don't do it on the at like out in the field. Hey, I'm just changing my pouches. To be fair, having a Velcro suit would would probably be quite a good ghillie. Uh, System in that you just you're covered in velcro. You literally just roll around on the ground for like five minutes, and then you, you get up, up again. And you're just covered debris. in the ground, yeah, yeah. Well, like absolutely. a dog. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick says, "Pin the beard on the mic game." Fuck's sake! Oh. Forgot my username. I'm putting a bounty on my Liking head. Great. We did that. Uh, uh, NAE. That was brilliant. That was. It was literally. If you shoot this guy, get a photo with him, and we will give you a prize. He got a free shotgun. He did get a free shotgun. 
Unfortunately, we don't have a shotgun to give away for this time. Yeah, we don't have a shotgun. We'll bring a couple of garments along each, and then we can dish them out to people who accept the challenge of Hunt Mike. And if they do successfully hunt him, hunt him down and kill him, and he has to, they can put this garment on him. He has to wear for the remainder of the uh, time he's out in the field, like Superman cape or a we shall big call it the Nofo Bounty Hunt, Nofo Hunger Games. Yes, the Nunga Games. <laughs> the Nunga Games. No, I think that's a bit. <laughs> that's right. Else. <laughs> Kieran, uh, Matt, and I will run close protection. Nice one. Thanks, mate. That's just <laughs> they won't. They'll just be like, to get them we'll in. run next year. Shot. <laughs> yep. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this evening we're obviously going to be talking about pmc stuff so if i bring up your really kit first quick, andy um oh. we can talk about your oh, andy, oh, you already, you, sorry andy you're already pmc okay. i was already Ten. pmc i'm always I've just, PMC. I've just gone full pmc now <laughs> is that I, the end I of the news i was to be then? fair anticipating this being a yeah it's the end of the news oh sorry i didn't know oh, right. the news thing oh news, have we got the news, end of a news end. Oh, is that going to be the end? Is that the end? Mm. Oh. Well, have you got some news? No. No, okay. Andy's got a I've got, thing penchant for wanting an, an intro. Yeah. Gearbox needs adjusting on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Battery's running low. <laughs> See, with the battery on the gearbox, is too wound in. Bosh! <laughs> Oh, we might as well go for it. Can we have oh, a Tranger, please, as Rage is on? Oh, we can have a Tranger as well. Yeah, Rage doesn't mean off Rages. Just guy. a reminder, if you are relatively new to the show, if you would like to submit a potential sound bite for us to include in our sound deck, um, send it to us. It will be greatly received. And the best one of the year could win a prize. So there you go. Absolutely. Yes. So, Andy, there's a rather snazzy-looking gentleman currently standing on screen with an AK. Want to say 74? You are on mute. You massive dong. I am not on mute anymore. Yes, that's me <laughs> holding an AK-47, what is it, AKM. Ah. Haha, <laughs> Mike, you got it wrong. Which is a 47, but... They just couldn't be bothered to write, and they just put an M. Um, That's the that is the one, isn't it, from the uh, SEO event? That is the one from the SEO event. Yep. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's very nice. Um, Yeah, that's 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 it, really. I'm wearing green. I'm not wearing. What rig is that? Is that the one you bought specifically? That was actually really cheap, but really good. Yeah. So I literally I bought this off Amazon. No, was it? Yeah, Amazon for like 35 quid. Because um, the review said like it fit um, AK Mag in. And I was like, all right, brilliant. Bought it for 35 quid. It's absolutely banging. It's so comfy. Um, it's got like a little pouch up in the top to put a like mobile phone or radio. It fits a Bofang in there permanently, perfectly with a little um, uh, stumpy antenna. It puts it permanently. Once it's in there, you can't permanently, take it out. Yeah, you can't get it out. <laughs> Um, and literally each of the pouches so you get three front pouches and you can fit two AK mags in there Um, and then you get two big massive side pouches that you can fit the weld in like they're probably Mm. some of the biggest pouches they're almost like the um, uh, you know the big um, that that rig there is basically a a, a knockoff of the um, 
uh, Northern Ireland chess rig from British Army DPM. Yeah, yeah, DPM. yeah. It's literally because yeah, I used my one at that SEO event, and it's literally like for like. Yeah. Map pocket at the top so and all that jazz. Quid. Yeah, we've got Absolutely a big old banging. pocket in the in the side. It was I was honestly shocked, like at actually how good it is, and all the padding seems really good as well. Um, I've got a tan one, uh, which is an original Chinese one, I think it is, um, which is like pretty much the same sort of design, but this one is actually a lot more comfortable. So yeah, highly recommend. Fair play, mate. That's nice. And then yeah, just the hoodie, my normal snood. I went with uh, the winter look, as you can see. I had my little Comdom hat he's on. A, he's a chilly PMC, man. I was a chilly PMC, <laughs> not a summer PMC. And uh, not forgot Chilean. my username. Just to know, you bought the AKM off Amazon for 35 quid. That's very good. Good going. Oh, yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish it was 35 quid. The parts don't even it's cost actually a nerve I was going to say, I don't even think the front <laughs> side costs. I think the front side's looking more expensive than that. <laughs> yeah. Bastard thing. Um yeah, and then my normal, um, my normal belt, my first line loadout. Um, I don't really change that for a lot of things, and then just black multicam trousers, which Tidy. I obviously change depending on the event. That's a solid look, mate. Solid look. Thank you. And as I said before, I always Welcome. wear my um, peltors because uh, just because being in the industry for so long, my ears are knackered, so I tend to. I've got very good hearing. Calling to my I've medical got, the other day. Just, I've just saying. Just <laughs> yeah. throwing it out there. Perfect vision, perfect hearing. Very yeah. impressive. Until you drill into a radiator. Until you drill into a radiator and blind yourself <laughs> with the coolant. It's not all up there. <laughs> Don't. It's, it's going to haunt me. Perfect I, I, vision, I, but terrible depth perception. <laughs> yeah. just, I, I think it's all the. It's completely straight off the topic here, but all the measures I took to to mitigate that happening. <laughs> It was just pointless. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was fucking pointless. I was like, no! And the only thing my missus said was to me, she goes, doesn't matter, did you get it on the ring doorbell? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Although, actually, did I... I did have a wallaby run past my house on oh, yeah. Saturday night. That was interesting. Which I've shared, which is weird. Yeah, there's wallabies in the area, man. And I'm not even in Australia. No. No, it is it's quite like... strange for East Grinstead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, That's where well, I live. That's that? where I live, everybody, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't know specifically. <laughs> They're on to me. It could be West Grinstead. Who knows? Somewhere in yeah, the Grinstead yeah. area. It's not, it's <laughs> not really. <laughs> oh, Andy, I can feel a podcast edit coming on later. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nah, I'm over that now. It's fine. No. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. He can get hate mail. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Now, Lance East Grinstead, just let us. They'll probably, probably find me as well. They'll probably get to me. There's only one. <laughs> yeah, thank God. The yeah, rest of the trucks in the um, UK. So. Andy, what sort of. Do you have any sort of uh, specific accessories or. Because I know when you run your task force kit, you've obviously got a plate carrier that is usually sort of fairly. Uh, kitted out with yep. various bits and pieces. I can obviously see some glow sticks there, and you've got your uh, retention lanyard. Mm-hmm. You got anything else, sort of specifically for within the PMC kit, or is it quite a light setup? Not really. It's quite a light setup. Um, I've got more. Like, I do tend to run slightly more pyro with a PMC kit for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe because I've just got the extra room 
uh, on on the, in the side pouches. But other than that, that's about it. I don't really. I try to keep everything similar setups, so I'm not always searching around for things. The only difference is the, like the radio being up here, which is a bit confusing for me because I tend not to. I tend to have the radio tucked around the back. Hmm. Um, but other than that, Andy, it, what's that under your um, uh, retention lanyard? There is that a Swiss Army knife? That red bit. Oh uh, no, that's the. It's um, like a pull cord, cord, isn't it? Oh, I thought because I was looking at it, I was like, "Is that a little, little cheeky little Swiss Army knife he's got on the go there?" Oh, no, that's that's my dog penis, as, as I call it, because <laughs> it enough. hangs in such a when you when you when you kneel down, sometimes it pokes up. <laughs> People, some of the photos look really Uh-oh. weird. <laughs> Andy's tail's popped out again. Yeah, oh, his lipstick, his lipstick's gone. <laughs> Someone's excited. Because <laughs> yeah, it's because yeah. Mike's got his bag of treats out yeah. for him. Oh, I'm all outside <laughs> with friends. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Ah, cool. Um, um, if anyone has any questions for Andy about his kit, please feel free to let us know. Um, a hoodie with some. What's the the snood? You've obviously got a snood on that. Is that a Delta Mike or is that a? That is. Oh, what's the other name? A Lone Star. No, that is a Delta Mike one. Um, that's his Mark Two. No, Mark One. Uh, so it's got the tiny mouthpiece um, on it. Um, I just find that I don't fog up as much with my beard. <laughs> Sorry, me and Mike were doing our <laughs> tiny mouths in. <laughs> um, for those that haven't run a Delta Mike or a Lone Star uh, tactical face protection before. Uh, I find with mine that I kind of get quite chapped after wearing it for like the like a full weekend. I don't know if you guys have had any sort of experience with that. I think I think it's just because I normally run either no lower face or um, I've got a one tigress sort of half and half, which is like the mesh mm-hmm. core over your mouth and nose, and then the sort of soft soft cheek panels. Um, I've sort of started moving over to these uh, snoods with the integrated sort of steel mouth guard and they've got like the phone strip that runs around the outside but i am i am noticing when i come away from events that I, i'm definitely finding it's chapping my lips or something like that and i don't know if it's to do with the condensation that's sort of building up and evaporating condens constantly from that mm. no my, it's not a didim's point my, of view yeah. it's just oh, something i'm just wondering oh, if i'm wearing wrong. it wrong or something like that perhaps well have you moulded it to your face? <laughs> I have moulded it to my face, yeah. Right, so what you've um, probably done is, what you can do is, what I found is that you can actually mould it too close, so it's too, it fits too well. Um, and what it does is it literally... There's a meme just, there. It's too good. <laughs> it's too good. Um, but it doesn't stop any of the air coming in through the sides. So I actually have mine moulded slightly wrong. Away from so, my face. So it, here, it's yeah. like that. It's here. <laughs> yeah. I've got that special force field helmet from last week. It's just I don't suffer with yeah. chafe because a, I'm not a massive pussy. I didn't say chafe. And I said B, chafe. There is a chaps, massive difference. Chap lips, chafing. Chap, I know what chafing is. Chap, <laughs> chafing is a thing. Chap lips. No, I don't get that because I don't wear face pro. Use lip balm. Okay. Can't you put? Can't you preempt it and put yeah. lip balm on beforehand? Well, that's that's funny enough. I have now got some chapstick and brought that. Um, I got a, a cherry flavoured one. 
Oh, bless you. Of course I asked, you did. I asked, I asked my wife, I was like, have you got any like spare chapstick? Because I don't generally tend to wear chapstick. She was like, oh, I've got this one you can have. It's cherry flavoured. So. Um, oh, lovely. Sneaking through the yeah. bushes. Go, where's Mike? Kenny says salt from sweat on mask. No, so it's not. I don't think I. See, I don't know if it's from the salt. To be fair, I. I. I was under the. Do impression you lick the inside like, of your mask? No. So I was under the impression it was from like just basically wearing something that's like rubbing around my rubbing around my mouth for quite a while. <coughs> I could just see him pushing a meal through it through the mesh and then just <laughs> licking it from the other side. <laughs> Like a hot dog or something into like loads of little bits. Trying try to push a boiled potato for it, like <laughs> my lips are so sore, <laughs> I'm so hungry still. It's right. taken ages to eat. <laughs> I've got so this is my everywhere. this is my contribution. I'm just gonna move on. This is my contribution. Oh yeah, look, my photo like... turned up down in the bottom. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> What's that? Finger? This is from. Uh... Yeah, you can literally send him images and they'll pop up down at the bottom. Because it's live. Great. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is my PMC contribution. So this was from an Octo game. Uh, at... Get it from the ball. Cherry <laughs> <laughs> flavor balls. My... <laughs> this is my my PMC loadout from one of the uh, Octo Eight event games. Uh, where we were Phoenix PMC. Um, I've gone with sort of base colours because that was the requirement for the event. Um, sort of like just block colours. I've gone with generally quite... I don't know. I, I never try to run anything sort of too loud and garish because obviously you ultimately want to try and ha retain an element of camouflage. Like, there's no point in my mind running around an event if you don't have to in brightly coloured clothing because you are just going to stand out like a sore thumb. Um so, so you're not a, a a Hawaiian shirt cartel guy then? Personally, no. So for the most recent event when we did the um, Maverick Red Tide Three, uh, I wore a black polo shirt that was accented with red, uh, which in my mind was sort of in line with the uniform rules for the event. It didn't specifically say you had to wear a loud Hawaiian shirt. It did say try and wear bright colours. So I, I did go go with that red and. I, uh, and don't forget your chapstick was red cherry. So, and I had my red cherry chapstick. Yeah, um, lovely. So for the uh, loadout itself, in terms of the plate carrier and the belt set up, I've tried to keep that quite minimalistic. So it's the same kit that I use for my multicam version uh, for my task force loadout. So warrior DCS vest, and I think it's the frag belt um, from recollection. I'd have to double check. But I do keep it a lot more streamlined, so I don't have all the attachments like the, um, you know, like the the stabby stabby knife, last resort knife, or any of the pouches or anything like that, or lights on the front of it. It generally just tends to be a plain fronted um, plate carrier with a radio set up on the back still. So the radio setup is the same, so it's all integrated in. And then the belt set. I'm just going to keep going forward until we can get away from the chapstick <laughs> conversation. Um, and then the belt set up is exactly the same. So I've got the Blackhawk Serpa uh, quick disconnect system. So my pistols and all the holsters for my pistols can all connect to the same belt setups, basically. So you can actually detach the two, um, which is quite useful. Sweet. And then a drop pouch. Drop. Uh, drop. Yeah, drop pouch on the back. A dump pouch, even. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, 
basically, so that's that's pretty much it. I added a sh- uh, schmar, whatever we're calling him, schmag, schmog, schmag, schmor. <laughs> Schme- um, schmear. I added a colourful scarf. <laughs> colourful scarf. <laughs> A neckerchief, like, a neckerchief, yeah, a with the intention of uh, sort of trying to get that more PMC look. And I, I, I picked a random hat from Amazon that looked the most truckery I could find. Um, truckery, yeah, a word? A truckery, 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 truckery. There you go. Nice. So do you, always run, a, do says, you always run a plate carrier? when you're doing so for the most part i do the only event i've actually not worn a plate carrier was the falklands event we did uh eight pock a while ago now um that was the kind of first foray into a chest rig setup um Mm -hmm. and i haven't worn that again since now saying that i at the recent red tide three actually just ran a belt i didn't even run a chest rig at all so i had everything i needed on the belt i had a backpack a little sort of day sack with that's cool being able to do that Hmm. well that was the thing because it's a sort of civilian role effectively or sort of cartel you don't need to be running sort of full plate carriers or anything like that so com setup wise i had all of that in the backpack and just had a fist mic that came over on to the strap um i want you to build me a trucker (laughs) (laughs) he wants a Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so uh, com setup wise I i didn't need to have anything really sort of integrated whereas i think with pmc it's kind of more for that look i guess mm-hmm. for me um but that being said i'm trying to look into chest rig options because i do find i get quite warm in the summer um with the plate carriers the um, coloring of like that rig outload that loadout that you've gone is you could almost yeah. get away with some county sheriff sort of thing as well with the mm. whole DEA sort of thing like that, that's quite that's quite a common thing. Like a like a yeah. So that's tan, actually funny enough. I bought shirt. that. I bought that OD chest rig or, or or plate carrier. Sorry, on the basis of I've got a multicam one and I've got an OD one. So that kind of covers most loadouts generally. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a black plate carrier that I bought from Evike when I went over there a long old time ago now. Um, so I can sort of put together a a, a black kit up if i need to but for the most part you know if you've got an od green that kind of covers a lot of op4 roles or pmc oh, or anything like that. Yeah. yeah and then oh. the multicam covers all your task force stuff for the most part so um the only real difference was to say the falklands obviously it was very much uh dpm woodland dpm um so yeah that was a great event that falklands event Rage says, I have a Spiritus Mark IV with a Thing 1 in tan. You can have, Mike, if you want it. Yeah. What's the Thing 1? The Thing 1 is uh, it's the... Is that the... Front pouch? I think it's the, the setup for the Spiritus. Oh, okay. It's either, that, it's either that or a Dangler. I can't remember which one it is. Hmm. How many chapsticks do you have in those thigh pockets? <laughs> question for you Mike <laughs> um, where do you keep the you... handbag you know the handbag you keep your chapstick in <laughs> Mike, right I would just like to, like to point a... out everyone everyone sits, sat there and mocked my kneeling pad my little seating pad that I, I bought and I, I carry with me at most events and then somebody somebody has then done a video where in their Bergen proud of place they pull out their little kneeling pads because they find it very comfortable don't they 
I find it comforting that it, that you bought it. it. I think of you. I think. <laughs> I imagine me kneeling over you. Kneeling <laughs> over you. If you're not there. <laughs> I just wear knee pads. It's handy. It is handy. It is handy. For those of us that don't have knee pads in, in trout, built-in ones, then it is a thing, a good thing. A, a thing. Mike's mat is a, is a thing. Mike's mat. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good for when you do barbecues or anything like that. If you've got wet ground mm. um, and you need to kneel down and you're spending a lot of time... You're spending a lot of time kneeling. Looking at your meat. <laughs> <For fuck's sake. laughs> trying, trying to find that chapsticks you've dropped. Yeah. yeah, trying to cook or anything like that. Or you've just got to, like, you know... Take you just got to take a load off, and you're just running around. And you just you don't want to sit on wet ground. Get a load off. It does off. just give yeah. you that degree of separation. Stop making it weird. Yeah. <laughs> Base your meat before. <laughs> mm. Yeah, all that and all that good stuff. Ooh. Mm. Ooh, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, indeed. Um, thank you, Rage. I will be in touch, mate. Um, send you some chapstick right, we and do some swish. Some because I think Rage must yes. be uh, due some swish, mustn't he? I'm I not, used I'm my not last going to be sending one. him switch. I used my last one. I need to get some more, actually. Yeah. I I have. I don't know if we've talked about this. I have upgraded my welfare kit now, and I I do actually have a toothbrush and toothpaste in there, as well as some swish. Um, nice. Of which well done. I, I I brought this out at the Red Tide Three event, and I got mocked mercilessly by Lance for cleaning my teeth before I had <laughs> before I had a bit of a nap. <laughs> you did. I did what? Sorry. I'm sorry. I was standing there cleaning my teeth, and you're like, "Why? Why the fuck are you cleaning your teeth at a mill seat? <laughs> you're going home tomorrow. <laughs> oh no, I have to. I have to clean my teeth. I can't wake up with that film in your mouth. Ma- mm. No, that's fine. Just you just scrape your tongue, put it on a biscuits brown. That's breakfast. I just wipe it on the back of mine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a uh, a refresher Michael on welfare kits. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, let's do some Q&A. Um, so, a question that we had come in was, how do you communicate with your team during an airsoft game? Shout normally, because comms don't work. Hello! <laughs> I've got to admit, that's something that I'd really like to like properly learn, like proper hand signals, because everyone uses something slightly different. Like, that... And I use that. Yeah. Double fuck off that one. And it's like <laughs> That's like both of you. They... Yeah. <laughs> but I'd like to like learn proper hand signals and have a whole section of guys using the same hand signal so everyone knows what it is. Instead of you going like that, like come here and then they start shooting in that direction, you think, well, hang on a minute, that's not what I was <laughs> asking at all. <laughs> there is many, many I find hand as well. Signals. I find as well when you're you're trying to communicate with someone and they are massively over the top with their hand signals. It's even worse when someone's like trying to give you like a whole, you know, three or four <laughs> pages of instructions. They're like, right, you go. Like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I think I think we should have a team that all goes and learns sign language because then you can have full on blown conversations without actually saying a single word. Yeah, actually, do genuine signing. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. do Good. general sign language. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I when my kids were a lot smaller, I used to watch Mr. Tumble, and he does. I know, um, I know. I think, I think that is goal, goal, because the ball going through the goalpost, goal. Then that's goal. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, that's yes, I think, or that's yes. Was that yes? Yes. I can't believe you just said that about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? 
What did I say? No, you. With your, with your sign language. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I see, yeah. I can't remember now. I'm trying to think. I think that that's yes. I think that, yeah. I was like, what did I say? I was reading the chat there. I was like, who said what? He's just like, Yeah, I'll have to look him up. Yeah, that's quite good. That's a good idea, Andy. Like, using sign language. I mean, that is that is quite clever. So, what? one of my ex-ex-ex-ex-ex girlfriends, her mum and dad were deaf, and... um uh, she had a couple of deaf friends as well, and when they went down the club, they got all drinks orders like that because they were literally doing hand signals to one person at the bar. You don't know shouting or anything. Job done. Perfect orders every time. And I was like, cloak and dagger. That is genius. I want to learn sign language. And then I sobered up the next morning, and I was like, I don't even know what's going on. Job done. Two beers. Ah, Macaton. Right. Okay, Rage. Have to look that up. I know that's goal. That's definitely goal. Goal. What was that? So I mean, that, that is if ultimately... If you want to know where the goal uh, is, I can say that. The goal. I know, um, yeah. obviously, sign language as a whole, uh, be it whatever sort of version <laughs> you use. Um, <laughs> Kenny just said, that keep Mike's mum's name out of your fingers. <laughs> keep Mike's mum's name out your fucking fingers. I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, sign language gives you a lot more capability in terms of conversation but to be fair the majority of information that you probably need to convey at a, a milsim event is probably met by the kind of mm. i don't know maybe 30 hand signals so, i mean there's that sheet mm. isn't there that's sort of the fairly common one of the i think it's the guy with the black helmet and sort of black plate carrier that i think we've all seen yeah but be careful there is two of them around. sheets there's one that's the genuine yes. one and there's one yeah that's there's one that's a <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So I mean, I, think I would I would argue that probably a lot of the information is probably already conveyed there because I mean, realistically, I don't need to know what you had for lunch, um, or stuff like that. But I, I have to admit, it I, it has crossed oh. my mind as well in terms of like if you had the ability to have a full sign language conversation, that that would make life a lot easier. Kieran mm. talks BSL um, should be taught in school. They, you know what, mate? My kids learnt to sign uh, Silent Night and another Christmas song. I think um, in primary yeah, school in the primary school. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, mate. Good shout. Oh, I 100% agree. <laughs> not username says, hand signal instructions unclear, bought Mike three tons of chapstick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did Mike say? He said there's a chapstick on top of the hill. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, you know that we're going to have to change the name of this one to PMC Part 2 Q&A and chapsticks. And chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, um, do you ever find there's certain things that you do that you shouldn't really tell anybody else? Just, just, no, I think that's... There's just some things no, you just keep to yourself. Whole, no, because this is, this is the whole point yeah. in November Fox Street, is a safe community where we can discuss things <laughs> without fear of abuse or, or unfortunately, being being the, um, the, the the presenters as we are, it does open us up to a lot of abuse. Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. people all sit there at home just going, oh, fuck wits. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Ah, anger. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's it. I'm changing my name to Fuckwick Two. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, in terms of communication, there's there's kind of three main ways of communicating it. No, I'd say four. Four main ways of communicating at Milsim. So you've obviously got hand signals or whatever ability capability or information that you can convey on that front you've obviously got mobile phones are used quite often nowadays because mm. for the most part radios are so 
I wouldn't say I'm reliable because I have had some events where radios are really good, but you can't send pictures. Last few or I've been to actually, maps. they've been but comms have been really good. The last few events yeah. haven't been any hiccups really. But we've still used mobile phones for odd bits of Intel and the like. Oh yeah, like, yeah we're um, heavily used at the um, at Machiavelli. We had to, do you know what I mean, mm. for relaying Intel and stuff like that. <laughs> the medium of dance. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> how would you feel? I'm going to tell, tell you how I feel via the medium of dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just hit my elbow on the desk. That was a silly idea. Oh, um, oh. Yeah. So you've obviously got um, uh, what's your mobile phones. Are you are, Mike. Uh, no, that really hurt. I've <laughs> got mobile phones, uh, hand signals, uh, radios. We've obviously, you know. Radios, communications <laughs> like that are a given. Um, and then, for the most part, shouting. People do a lot of shouting at mm-hmm. Bill Sims. A lot um, of shouting. I would say those are probably the, the four main... That really fucking hurt my elbow. Um, those are the four main mediums of communication, I would argue. Um, yeah, Ray says radios are unreliable 90% of the time due to user error. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys have experienced. So I always you, find that you can... I always find that the radios, for the most part, you can put them all on the same settings. But everyone's got different aerials, different headsets, different PTTs, um, which usually fucks everything over. Yeah, what? it all depends on what. What? Sorry, I was reading the comments. I was just hear was noise in in my ear. What? What did you say? <laughs> you can have all the radios on the same settings, but exactly the same settings. But ultimately, people have different aerials. They've got different headsets. They've got different PTTs. The some, of them, the some of them aren't yeah. turned on. <laughs> yeah. Some of them aren't turned on. Microphones, for some reason, are out here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and the amount of times I've seen photographs of people who've got boom mics and they're like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why do you mean you can't hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the person next to you. Can you hear me now? And then they put it back. <laughs> <laughs> so. Divvies. Divvies. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the aerials is a big one. Like like you guys found out. Like you can go on websites and things um and buy a decent aerial and then it turns out to be a bit of ruler. Tape measure. No, yeah, it's a tape, tape yeah, measure. tape measure soldered onto a standard <laughs> yeah. Bofang radio aerial. Exactly. With heat on it. Like, oh, yeah, good one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm glad that's sixty quid well spent. Nice one, you fucking yeah. fraudulent. So I think I think if you're, gonna, if you're gonna run an aerial, go to someone like um JCI comms or Five one four four one five six something. The Irish guy. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, go go to someone like that. Or, or uh, uh, five Baz. four. That's five it. four. Five no. four. Communications, whatever it's called. It might be four five. five. I don't know. Yeah, but those <laughs> guys. I think it's five four because I thought it was four five communications, but it's not. It's five four. I think. Or just research it. You know, re- look up, look up, yeah. watch some vlogs and blogs and stuff of um, Bofang radio aerials or antennas and what works best over the range that you need it to work over but go to uh, mm. don't buy uh, personally for me I wouldn't buy an aerial off of eBay or Amazon anymore I'd always go to at <laughs> least <laughs> a company or a shop that specialises in that sort of equipment because then at least you're kind of hoping that you've got a bit more um, guarantee to what the products they are selling mm. yeah for sure see Ray just said uh pull this one up buy better equipment a decent antenna will make a huge difference uh, mm-hmm. to your ability to send and receive comms people use the UV5R which are really weak and have a poor antenna so yes and no from my experience personally so 
the research that I've done would infer that the antennas that you have on the UV5R aren't necessarily the worst for the UV5R. No, that's um, what they're programmed to, just, isn't it? Yeah, so some people just go and whack a, a different aerial on the UV5R expecting it to make a huge difference. And because the two aren't necessarily designed to work together, um, that obviously has negative implication. Um, but say with the with the UV5s and sort of UV9s that we've been using at literally the last three or four events, they've, they've been nigh on perfect. But mm, mm. to be fair, we've had uh, Ryan, very fortunately, who does comms for the army, um, he he took them all off us, and I don't know what wizardry he has done to them, but for some reason they now work almost nigh on perfectly for what we need them to. Um, yeah, I mean I've not had an issue with mine at all. I mean Red Tide Three, Andy, we had nigh on spotless comms for that, didn't we? You're <laughs> muted. I don't know. I turned mine off. Perfect time to mute. The- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah comms. comms are perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I turned mine off at Red Tide, at Red Tide, because it was just it was gibberish after a while, of just bullshit. Yeah, but you heard all the gibberish. That's the thing. Well, like, I heard all the gibberish, whilst, and then I was like, yeah. I'm whilst whilst it. people were misusing the comms in terms of there was too much information, for the most part, that you were you were receiving all of that. Oh, information, I was receiving, so. yeah. Um, Which I was yeah. surprised about, especially when we were you were in the main building and I was down at the building all the way down at the far end. So it was going through what probably it was going past two or three buildings at least, mm. um, and getting inside a building. And it was reasonably clear. Um, yeah, it, it seemed to work well. Um, mm. Just, but that's that's one thing as well. Like when when you do get good communication, you can end up getting people just chatting on it, which is what I ended up getting, um, which was a bit, bit much. And I, I, that's why I think having a dedicated radio guy. On, on teams like on, on events works so much better so you're only talking within yourselves um as a, as a group or a section and then mm, you have mm. someone that's because otherwise it just started getting confusing with like someone shouting at like someone saying that they need help and then they're giving you a greek coordinate you don't know if that's your section that's come under attack or if it's another section that's meant to be looking after something else so you end up just going over there and then by the time mm. you got over there, everyone shot out, and you think, "Well, I've left my position to help you out now." <laughs> and like, it wasn't actually me that you wanted. Yeah, clear, yeah. concise comms is 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 massive. Yeah. You know, regardless of whether you can hear it or not, if it's not going to, if you're not clear on what you're saying, then it's pretty pointless you saying anything at all. Hundred percent. Keep it short and keep it clear. That's what it all is all about. Not waffling mm. on. Mm. Uh, Ray just said. Um, just because just we seem to be having a bit of a conversation with Roach. He, he runs a 152 and many barrier things. Um, no, they aren't. This is in terms of the aerials for the UV5R, but a UV5R puts out about three watts. There are better antennas for UV5Rs out there. Completely mm-hmm. agree. I think there's another Goyan 771, something like that. It's quite a good one, but there are a lot of fakes out there, so just watch yeah, out yeah, for that. Got to be so but you good. also um, got the UV5R Plus now, which kicks out five. See, I thought the 5Rs kicked out five well, they at a high power anyhow. <laughs> Whether they do yeah. or not, I don't know. Yeah, and then the they nine they kick out kicks five, out, kick, kick out to seven. Yeah, I don't know. But then that's I mean, I think that's part of the problem well. with these. Yeah, but I think that's part of the problem with these bad things is that what they specifically say isn't necessarily what they do. Uh, yeah, um, but the Russians are using, so they must be good. They must be very good. 
Because <laughs> they're doing such a great job with them. Mm. I wonder if they're using them in Belgorod right now. Blimey. Yeah. Um, turn around, says, I wouldn't knock a UV5R, yeah. but if you are expecting it to send and receive in a built-up area with lots of people using similar frequencies, it just isn't going to work that well. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'd like a 152, right, but I'd like it to be smaller. Mm. Or like a baby 152. Yeah, I'd like it to have all Miniature. the gubbins of a 152, but just like maybe in like a 9R size. Because I like the size of it, I don't. I want. I don't like the the, the bigger radio packs. Mm. I'd like it to be more condensed down. I wonder if there's anything else out there that sort of like kicks out. A bit Maybe more you could buy a one five two and get someone to reduce it for you. Yeah, a one five two reducer. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got an angle grinder. <laughs> Just, Just it, yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um. Right, so there's a few questions that have come in. John Smith says, question, has anyone had a good or bad experience from ordering from the US on import changes or charges as just had a very bad experience? Yeah, no, so I, I got hammered. Yeah. Yeah, I got, yeah. I ordered, what did I order? I ordered a hoodie. Oh, no, I ordered those socks, the DEA socks as well, um, that cost me five ninety nine. dollars DEA socks? I bought literal <laughs> official DEA socks. Had them posted, they got over to here, and then they said, yeah, that's £35 import tax. I was like, but they're six ninety nine. <laughs> so someone's got my DEA socks, got refused to pay them. You're on mute, Lance. You're on mute, Lance. That is an absolute joke. Yeah. How can they warrant charging you that? I was just like... I mean, yeah, surely no, it's got to be a reflection of the cost. <clears throat> I don't get it. I really well, don't it, get it's it. It's what the seller puts it down as, I think. So if the seller puts on the customs form that it's worth a certain value i think the once it comes in i think there's like checking process charges and then there's also a customs charge for the amount that it's listed at yeah and then um, the deliver and the company that is taking control of it also hit, hit a charge on for dealing with the paperwork yeah as Ooh. well seeking so it absolutely hammered um yeah it's it's not a nice experience ordering stuff from the us and it does always surprise me personally that We've got this, you know, close. What, what do they call it? Special relationship with the US. Yeah, apparently. Um, between the UK and the US, and yet for some reason, we're not very good at shipping stuff between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, but bloody ridiculous, isn't it? It's oh, just, just got a code red headset and got. Oh, is that the bone just conductor one? Is that the bone conductor headset? Is it the code red? Isn't it? Doesn't oh, actually quite well, they, they, do do they do other headsets as well. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I wonder if it's the one Ed mentioned. Morning, Folder. Hey, mommy. G'day, Phil. Hi, Folders. 50 Stephen quid, Steve, isn't it? Yeah, Stephen Whitehead ordered a bright, bright red plate carrier from Evike once. Took an age to get here. Hong Kong is cheaper, faster, and I've never been hit by customs. So I think, we have, um, yeah. I think we have a trade agreement with Hong Kong or China whereby we pay postage-wise the Chinese or... Or sort of the sender's agreement with the postal company. That's that's why stuff from China is so cheap, um, because I think the UK has an agreement whereby they have to deliver it for the cost that it costs to post from China. If that mm. makes sense. So if they make the prices ridiculously cheap, we can then buy stuff and we have a much reduced postage rate. And I don't think there's a similar agreement in place with the US. Because mm. um, I was wondering that, like you can buy stuff on eBay or whatever for like two quid postage is free and you're like how how is someone making this and posting it to me across the world for that that ridiculous price 
Um, but yeah, 50 quid is a nightmare. This is dual PT2 that, and bone conduction heads. Yeah, I was looking at that. Yeah, that's a tidy bit of kit, mate. Fair play. Yeah, Fair about okay. the import tax, but yeah, no, nice regard. How does that work with warranty and stuff like that? I'm guessing if you have to send it back and they resend stuff out to you, was that covered under their warranty then, if anything was to go wrong with it, out of interest? I would have thought so, because it's still your manufacturer's warranty, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd, you'd have to pay for the postage back, but they'll probably ship it out to you for free. Well, I'd like to think so, yeah. Well, I don't know, do Code Red have any UK... Mark Barnes, um, I'm waiting on a part for the MTW from Airsoft Junkies, hope I don't get stung. Uh, check out Empire Airsoft, Mark, if you if not, mate, because they stock an awful lot of MTW parts and they're a UK-based company. Mm. Empire Airsoft, mate, have a look on there. Ah, yes, John. Ah, John, yes, of course now. Yes, now the name's clicked into place. Absolutely, mate, yeah. Uh, I'll message you about that. Good man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Making deals. Um, so, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Basically, you know, yes, we have all had, we've agent, all had negative so, experiences with customs. <laughs> like with a bow thing, like 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 Rage was saying, the, the three watt, the power output. What sort of coverage would you get for three watts in? Like, I'm I'm wondering like, a distance. Well, that all depends. Like, if you've got mountains or like we we were doing a job let's a couple just of say, weeks let's ago. Let's say your average, your basic basic airsoft site's got a bit of woodland, a little bit of hill going on, a little bit of undulating land. I mean. Three watts. Are you talking like a, a, a watt per kilometer? I'm not just, sure. What it just works as a way out, of measure, yeah. or not, or is it? Does it work? Does it not work as simple as that? No. Well, this is we we were doing a job a couple of weeks. We used Bofang radios for work, and literally, you had line of sight of each other, but it was over the top of an old iron deposit, mm-hmm. and literally, you could you could see each other within a few meters, but you couldn't for some reason you were getting some weird interference so it was basically just we turned the radios off and were shouting at each other good man so like li- little things like that like the, the ground and things like well, that. other radios as well will cause interference um mm. looking at moby uh mobycom as a as a website they they actually refer to um one watt of consistent power will yield about a mile of coverage, increasing by about 30 to 50% per watt, uh, subject to weather conditions, um, weather and conditions. So, obviously, if you've got other things going on, you've got buildings, you've got obstructions. So, you can be looking up, upwards of two miles in through a three watt without, in an ideal world, sort mm. of thing. Yeah, I'd yeah. say so, yeah. Based, based on that, yeah. Right, okay. That's interesting. Interesting um, to know. It's also important to think about problem spots in coverage in your area. While you might get great coverage in your building with a one watt UHF radio, you might need to upgrade the wattage of your radio in order to reach the basement or other important areas in order to ensure constant and consistent communication. Mm. What was the frequency so, you set it to um, for 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 wall for, for solid building penetration? Like if you're in an urban environment, there's a, is it not UHF and VHF, isn't it? So you got UHF and VHF. UHF yeah. See, do you, do UHF ultra high you put for, for... Oh, is ultra high is better for woodland, woodland and VHFs? And from what I understand, yeah. Right, okay, I can never remember which way around it was for to set them to if you're in an urban environment, yeah. Yeah, so UHF, because they're on a higher frequency, are able to penetrate through buildings including materials such as steel and concrete. That's the one, yeah. So it's UHF for urban so. and VHF for, for, the, for the woods. Just remember mm-hmm. woods, spelled with a V, and it's VHF for that. <laughs> 
but yeah, I mean, ultimately, you know, the more you spend on these systems and stuff like that, the better they're going to be for the most part. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, I'm I'm not great on on comms, um, like knowing what's what, what's does what's, but what's 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 what's, um, and I, it has been something that we've been looking into getting into someone coming to talk to us about That's their... the benefit of Mark Barnes, by the way. <laughs> so yeah, I do use the two pin adapter, mate. So it maintains its water water tightness, if you like, on the side there. Um, and I've got um, is it Comtac PTT, the Comtac Bowman headset. Yeah, and that's another little thing with them is don't mix and match. So if you've got a whoever's made your headset, make sure you get the PTT by yeah, them as well, definitely, because it can be absolute cock and balls yeah. if you start switching them about so you've got you've got two types you've got amped and un- unamped mm. PTTs which is something I learned about rather recently um, because they like I think it's amped will only work with Peltors and Sorn Sordens Sordens the Swedish ones um, but if you put an amped one onto um, the ones you have Lance then I don't think it works because they put too much power through Ah, I see, right. That's something that I learned. Nice. Yeah, we'll get someone on. We need to get well. special. We do need to get in. someone on to do a comms because I know we, we did one last time where we waded our way through comms, comms <laughs> yeah. chat. Um, but, oh, Earmore need amped PTTs too, apparently. Yeah, but you get oh, your, it, your yeah. Earmore headsets come with the Earmore PTT as yeah. well. But or do they? Do you have to order that separately? I can't remember no, now. I think well, it depends which set you go for, doesn't it? Yeah, I've got the Mod 3s, whatever they're called. I've got two sets of them because mm. uh, I had one set and it broke. And then to get them repaired, it was the same price as buying a new set. So I just bought another set. <laughs> there yeah. we go. I, I, didn't get on with, I didn't get on with my earmores. I found them uncomfortable. Oh, I found really? them, too, I found them too, too small around the ear. you got big ears. I have got big ears. Yes, you have to buy two PTT separately. Yes, oh, did I have to buy the PTT separately? Because I've got two PTTs in mine. I don't know. I can't remember. It's long ago since I bought that. You know when I package. bought my set? Yeah, when I bought oh, my yeah. set, I did. Right, just said you have package deal. <laughs> package deal, yeah. man. Package deals all the way. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, uh, I mean, my um, I don't even know where it's gone. I don't even know if it's up here. My setup. There's so much kit knocking about. No, it's not to hand. I was to grab it. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just looking. Tired, yeah. but, uh, nope. We're all okay. sitting there ready and waiting. <laughs> yeah. Rich asks, "Do you have or, or do you know of any good links to guides on British Army radio procedure and how I can learn the proper phrases and words for radio?" Cheers. Oh, that would be Ryan. Double... Yeah, so I think we have a link 100%. to some. Yeah, but I can't just refer everybody to Ryan because Ryan's going to get everyone. A bit busy speak to Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's a busy boy at the minute. Yeah. Um, let me just double check something because I know that we've got a link on our website under the Intel section to Campbell College CCF um, who have a massive repertoire of documents on there so I'm just going to have a quick look and see if I can find it mm. on there um, other than that do you guys know anything well it's a great question um, Rich because um, 
a lot of people just fluff about when they're on the radio. Um, lots of ums and ahs, and, and I have to use them quite a bit of work, and we have to use like we have to do like emergency contact, um, emergency call drills and stuff because where I work on the railways and things like that. So you have to be quite savvy on if you do have to make an emergency call in a sort of bit of a rush, you can do that, and you know the procedure and the phonetic alphabet and this, that, and the other. So yeah, it's, there's there there are hundreds and hundreds of YouTube videos, mate. If you just searched in. Um, basic radio phrases or basic radio communications language you'll get you'll get reams and reams of videos come up which will all be very very similar in how you sort of conduct yourself when you're using a radio handset communicating with each other um i wouldn't say it's got to be ultra british army orientated for a milsim as long as at the end of the day as long as you're clear and you're concise and you can given a, a, a clear description of what it is you're asking i mean there'll be a few things that's always handy to, to learn for the immersion side of it but um yeah like i said mate plenty of plenty of videos on youtube when I've, I've i look at them, many of them to um just for references and refreshing yourself because obviously i only go to events every sort of couple of months and that so it's always good to sort of refresh and um keep it in your mind sort of thing but yeah no good question that good question yeah someone who's there making the effort link- to learn is good hmm there is a link on um, Campbell College. Sorry, let me just try and get this up. The They do have a field signals thing on there, by the way, if anyone's interested, um, which has a, a sort of pictorial guide on sort of fairly common uh, British Army hand signals. Um, oh, sorry, my computer takes ages to do anything. Uh, so slow, Mike. So slow. I know. Sorry. There we go. Yeah, so um, there's a link to this on our website um, on November Foxtrot under the Intel section to take you to the Campbell College CCF. Um, but they've got a video and common static field signals. There's a, a general guide. It is a good website, um, that. It is a good website. So, But I couldn't see anything on there in terms of radios, but they do have various links to external training resources, downloads and videos as well. Um, so I highly recommend checking that out because they've got loads of bits and pieces on there. Yeah, they are um, good. It's a really, really good little uh, website, really, for bits and pieces like that. So there you go. There you um, go. Terry G. Mike, what is the best brand? Oh fuck's sake! It keeps my button keeps going off. God what button? It. My blooming me- that button. Mike's doing it. It's off Mike's off. doing it. Mike's doing, doing it. it. <laughs> Mike's being an arse. Mike's being an arse. Uh, yeah, sort of basic radio etiquette for me has always been like the, whoever I want to speak to, I will say that first. So if I want to say, if I want to speak to Mike, I will say, Mike, this is Lance. Message over. And Mike would reply to me, Lance, it's Mike. Pass your message. And that'll be that. That's that's Then you've established the link then between Mike knows that I've got something to ask him. He will respond. I can clear the airwaves for me to say to him. I would then say over. Mike wouldn't say his bit, and then when it goes to me at work, and we'll say read back and things like that. So you want the person you've just spoken to to reply, repeat the message that you've just said to them, and there's little rabbit warrens you can go down. But a very basic thing for airsoft is, you know, the course cool one you want to talk to first. This is me. Message over, and then you just wait for a response. <laughs> Rage says I rode on a number of deployments. Use very little of it now, as no one knows what you're on about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, mate. Yeah, everyone's sitting there going, "I don't know what he wants." <laughs> just say, "Our comms are compromised." Who is this? Yeah. 
Uh, Rich says, thanks, that's great info. My YouTube search is a mixed bag with a lot of USA stuff and fighter pilot phrases, so I wondered if there was a British Army standards I could learn, but thanks. Um, mm-hmm. I will have a look, Rich, because there are a number of various um, sort of publications of that out there that you can sort of dig up. Mm. Um, we'll have a chat with Ryan when we can and see if he's got anything he might be able to share or at least direct us to if it's publicly available. Um, Failing yeah. that, Rich, I will have a look through a some his soldier magazine. <laughs> yeah, his no, soldier I've got magazine. some. I've actually got some. I've got some um, literature here, uh, which may contain some bits and bobs. If I've got it, I will screenshot and send it over to you if it helps. I should have a little look in the little green uh, foldy wallety things. We'll have a look in them. Mark Barnes says I get well pissed off when watching TV and people say over and out at the end of a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Over and out. Uh, John Smith says, have a look for a local hams radio course. So that's mm-hmm. obviously something you could look into for. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you, you can do actual proper like courses and certification, can't you, in sort of ham radio and the like. Um, get its pocketbook. Whether yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to for airsoft, it's yeah, probably a bit overkill. Here, but... Do I have one around here? Talk about yourselves. Yeah, I've got a copy of that somewhere. That I know. Brown. Got that. I'm in a hotel room. <laughs> so I have nothing. <laughs> Cadet, uh, Cadet Kit UK or Cadet something like that. Um, they sell the ah, hang on. Uh, latest Cadet yeah, handbook. Cadet they sell a lot of good stuff, actually. That Cadet mm. shop. This chair is so uncomfortable. There you go. Look. Oh, there you go. What's in that? I'm not telling you. Wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. Signals. Should we go to signals? Chapter three. Would that be signals as in hand signals or signals as in ah flags? <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Right. Hold tight. Oh, learnings of signals. Introduction to signals. Learnings with listening with mother. <laughs> signals <laughs> yeah. introduction. So I recommend you guys get this. This is wicked. So, introduction. Communication is an essential part of modern warfare fighting. It enables the commander to exercise his command and speak to all parts of his force. So, basically, yeah, gives you a little bit of spiel. It gives you voice procedure, general points on the net. It gives you a phonetic alphabet. It gives you call signs, how to communicate between call signs. Radio appointment titles, security, aids to accuracy. Um disciplines types of call so that harking back to what i said earlier on just in that little diagram there you've got hello zero this is bravo 10 radio check over bravo 10 you are clear to me over and then bravo 10 out so yeah look up that chap soldier's nice. pocketbook i think they do different uh series of it this was they usually do like a year date on it yeah, so there's one out of 2022 at the moment, which is 1395. I've just found yeah, I think that'll be the um, that'll be uh, the Cadet Direct. I don't think it's that one. I think this might be the old one. I've got both of them, but I can't remember what was the cover picture. It might be this That's one. That's it, Cadet's Direct. It's got the Virtus helmet on it though, so I'm guessing this might be the latest one. Um, but yeah, so highly recommend that. That's a wicked little aid, a memoir if you like, just for looking through bits and bobs. It's got vehicles, Panther Command and Liaison Vehicle. Not that we use any of them whatsoever. How to measure distance. Map grids. So your homework, boys and girls, is to get that book and read it, and we'll ask some random questions next week from the book. It's great. I must. Um, do you know what? I'm going to take this downstairs <laughs> with me because this has been sitting in the loft for a little while. And I'm going to. I'm going to um, familiarise myself with it once again. It is actually the latest one because it's got actually a section on Virtus and the kit 
pro words offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Mm. Good stuff. Uh, John Smith says, I shall see if I still have my basic singles paperwork uh, there, and that should have the starter on Radio Chat. Yeah, if you can. I mean, if anyone ever finds anything that might be useful to share, then please do mm. send it to Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, we, we can obviously add that it. to our Intel section on the website. Um, I mean, that that's ultimately what the Intel section's for. It's meant to be sort of building this repository of information that people can draw on uh, for exactly this question. Um, so we've, we've got our glossary of terms on there now. Um, we're sort of trying to build various bits and pieces. I think there is actually a Biofeng manual on there as well, if anyone's struggling to find that. Um, so, yeah, just, just whack us stuff and we can put it on the website uh, as much as we can. Bingo, bingo. Yeah, if we can't bingo, copyright for some reason. But we do have Milsim Lingo Bingo on there. Um, so if you're going to an event and you fancy playing a little bit of a game, by all means print off one of the uh, Milsim Lingo Bingo sheets and you can have a little uh, fun game with your friends to see who gets a bingo card first. With your um, pals. Yeah, we yeah. should do that. We should do. We should run a, a, a fortnightly pop quiz on this book. If yeah, we'll work for that. Yeah. Right. That'd be quite good fun. I'm going to dig mine out tonight one. as well. Have a little I'll bit buy one. Yeah. Um, if you want to send us anything you can do so on our email at nofochat at hotmail.com or via our Instagram at november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo or you can submit it to us on the website um, obviously you can't attach things on the website so probably best to do that via an email if it's a physical sort of PDF or something like that you can also get in touch with us on our own individual Instagrams below so at 9mileairsoft at callsign underscore quartermaster or at the underscore punished underscore one underscore so yeah, uh, we've probably got time for one more question. Uh, <laughs> Ray says, one of the things I love about comms is that people will spend millions of pounds on guns and kit but can't program a £20 bio thing. Yeah, I know that all too well. <laughs> yeah, I can't, even, I can't even program the MOSFET in my gun, let alone it. <laughs> Can you hit it I with can't, I can't program the MOSFET in my gun and for that very reason. Because I was yeah. asked, would you like this to be programmable so you can do it yourself? I was like... Nope. <laughs> Just set it up and leave it alone. <laughs> do not mine, trust mine me. Mine, I found out. Things. I can plug a little thing onto the battery lead, and uh, I can then use a Bluetooth app or something to do it. I was That's like, right, yeah. "This is That's so cool!" Can, and yet, I, I will never mine, touch this. <laughs> Giuseppe said to me, so just so you, just to make you aware, you can if of something. No, no, no. Shush now. Shush now. Just quit while you're ahead. It's a very good gun. Let's not fuck it up. <laughs> By letting Lance have at it. <laughs> yeah. What can it do? Fire six million BBs a second. Like, we're like, oh, okay, let's get this working. <laughs> well, you can. You can. As far as I'm aware, you can set it up like a customizable shooting program. So you know you can do the three round bursts and stuff like that. I believe I'm not 100 percent certain, but I believe you can set it up so it would shoot to the tune of like Happy Birthday or something like that. Or, like, Some of them you da, can. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> very, very monotone though, wouldn't it? Be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, after one Happy trigger pull, your gun's you. just Happy going for like a good you. five ten minutes of just playing the whole <laughs> <Yeah>. song. <laughs> So let's pick another question. There was one I wanted to pull up. I saw. Um. Ah, there we go. Mark Barnes. Question for Lance. What if? Oh no, we covered that one, didn't we? Covered that one. Glad you were listening. Sorry. Well done, Mike. Yeah. 
what would be the More best editing. antenna for the UV5R? Uh, a round one. one that fits. Uh, I honestly don't know. I've I just I, I literally I, I got in contact with. Um, I think I got this one on uh, this Baz one right now. This is about Octo. which is about thirty five forty quid. I think. I think this is one of those Nagoya. All right, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think Mike sent me a link, and it said yes. And like I said, I've not had any problems with mine. I've got. I did. I tell you one thing. I know we say don't buy stuff off Amazon and that, but I did buy a gooseneck antenna off Amazon. Um, which is which is here, funny enough. And that's been pucker. That's been really good. That's a wicked bit of kit. The gooseneck one there. Which no problems made, with that at all, then. I've not had any problems with it at all. No problems with it at all. And I'll tell you where the first time I used this, and it's a site that I always get problems with, is at the private site because it's got such undulating land and that big valley that you're completely down the other side of it and then you mm -hmm. go up and then down and then there's another valley, like a proper proper peaks and valleys. Um, and it was our first private NOFO event when I was the down pilot and I was right over the far side. So I'm, sort of, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> do you remember that, Mike? Ah, <laughs> uh, Lance, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, right, I, I jumped on YouTube. I'm sorry, I definitely don't sound like you that. Should, on the radio, you do. <laughs> on the radio, you do. Um, and, it, and, and yeah, so I, I jumped onto YouTube and I found some sort of pilot chatter on a, on a handset like that. And cause I, was, I was simulating like down pilots. So I thought I would play this through the play, play this through my headset. So I've got my phone out there and it's going like, and then about 30 seconds later, Mike jumped on the call. Lance, Lance, I think we're gonna have to change frequencies. I think this compromises. I was like. And I literally just, I literally just slumped back against the tree, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Are you seriously kidding me?" I was like, "Mike, it's me. I play, I just played that through my phone." He was like, "Oh, blimey!" It's just very oh, blimey. realistic. Oh, blimey! I've never heard him say "Oh, blimey!" Ever. Oh, blimey! Oh, blimey, sir! <laughs> I could just picture him here going like. Uh, Lance, 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 we've got to change frequencies. We've got to change frequencies. <laughs> Ray says oh. SNR comms do a brilliant one, which is flexible. So, I mean, I, I've i tried to run genuine Nagoya NA771s, um, which are a 15.6 inch whip aerial. Um, they generally have been quite good, I find. Um, I know the I've got two of the TVAS T TVAS uh, Stinger antennas from Baz um, from Gunman Octo that ilk um, that are quite good as well. I think he's changed it recently to Phoenix. Uh, is it Lynx Comms or something? He's set up. Yeah, LYNX, um, isn't it? Yeah. Um, where he see, he does see, a lot of I've tests been... on his bits of kit as well. Mm. Where me and Dan live, see, he lives probably about a mile away, where he used to live, sorry, he lives about a mile away from me, and that's sort of like up and over a hill, it's got like probably like four or five housing estates between me and him, it's probably over a mile. Now, I remember when we first got our bow things, and we thought, oh, fuck it, we'll try it, and we, and we didn't program any settings, we just made sure that the numbers were the same on the screen, and I tried to reach him from my loft, and he was stood at his back door, crystal clear. And they were just oh, yeah. UV5Rs, had the little stubby aerials on them. So, I mean, I don't know. Is is there, is, is there a little bit of witchcraft in there somewhere? I don't know. It's magic. But it's just they worked magic. absolutely perfectly. And I thought, I looked at Google Maps and from where I was to where he was and sort of like 
the the road route was about a mile and three quarters and i thought well we're doing direct line of sight so i'm going to minus off a good three quarters of a mile there to go straight to him from where i am looking at the way it was orientated on the map and yeah it was crystal clear couldn't believe it really good so i don't know no yeah uh, I've got to admit, also as well, I think some people fall into the trap of buying non-Bofang Bofangs, if that makes sense. So there's a lot of weird, strange knockoff Bofangs knocking around. And I do find that they are pretty diabolical. Um, and especially the ones that, unless you buy it direct from Bofang on Amazon, nine times out of ten, they're a knockoff one. Mm. See, um, I love the nine. Well, I've, I've ended up sending like yeah. I've, ended I, up I've, 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 I've given it my touch though. It, has, it is covered with sniper tape. It's been spray painted, rattle can and stuff because I don't like all the fucking lights glowing up on it. Even though you can program them off, I have known them to come on. But there we go. But yeah, but it was it's like just that time just... when we were doing um, Red Tide One, and we're all sitting there, and we're sitting there with night vision on, and then all of a sudden, someone's someone's pocket just illuminated them. <laughs> from down the hill and i was like i literally just saw you from a mile away <laughs> and it was on our own section wasn't it because <laughs> we were radioing through to them and their light turned on you're on you're mute lads. god damn it <laughs> i can't i'm not touching the mute button i promise you <laughs> i'm not look my hands are here come close to me mike <laughs> Be a truthful to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, remember Terry. I've had blurry many... lance. Whoa! What? Mike. Whoa. Mike. <laughs> he can't do that. I'm sure he can. Um, he knows. Terry has sent me a photo of his antenna. That's a scary oh. prospect. Well, there we go. <laughs> of my antenna. <laughs> you two, you, um, you lot are trying to play silly buggers with me tonight because I popped up today trying to fix my truck. This is this is what this is. This is penance. This is what's going on so, here. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of love for John at SNR. Um, so if you are in John need of comms SNR. help, right? I'm going to look at that. SNR. I know JCI. Is he a Facebook page uh, shop or is he just a SNR.co.uk or am I just going to search on Google John at SNR and something random is going to come up? I'm going to do yeah, it. Just make sure you put the abbreviation. Yeah, Rage um, says to Les. Tell Les if he gets me his address through one of you lot, I will send him a couple of really good antennas. So there you go. Oh, lovely. Super generous. And that's Thank what you, the, commu com the community is all about. Well done, Rach. Nice one. Mm. Rach says JCI is the antennas. king, 100%. Uh, yeah, like, can I have one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Baz um, does some good ones. All I'm getting, if I search John yeah. at SNR, is a lot of John Seniors abbreviated. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. There's a lot of John Seniors <laughs> online. Oh, wow. <laughs> you stop searching it on Grindr. Yeah. Somewhere else. <laughs> Swipe left. <laughs> Wasn't on Grindr. Um, do you fish, right, actually. so <laughs> just, just a reminder, because I'm, I'm conscious of the no. time, if you do want to get in touch with the show, you can do so on our email at nofochat.hotmail.com. Instagram is at November underscore Foxtrot underscore Nofo. Oh, and the woo, website woo, is NovemberFoxtrot.co.uk. Okay. Um, we are going to be at Shifter Rifts this weekend. Looking forward to seeing if you were there. If you are attending, please come and say hello. Uh, assuming that the post arrives on time, stand. we will have loads of stickers and bits and pieces to give away. If the post Bags doesn't come on time, we have some stickers and some cards to give away. 
Where and bags we of do brown. We have a bag of lollipops going as well. Lance is going to be bringing a bag of brown. I um, shall bring stuff. There's going to be little fun games. Come over and see us. Come and say hello. These two yeah. are going to be playing silly buggers I'm out in the playing. woods. I thought you was playing. I'm, no. I thought you were driving a tank or something. I'm, yeah, Ethel Commander. Come and say hello. Jump in the back of my tank. Hello. I'm going to be manning hello. the tent with the lagers and the lollipops. Yep. Yes. I'll be promoting our podcast while these two are off shenanigans in yeah. yeah so remember they got the nice if you game. finally step up and do something last <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't have a mic drop sound funnily enough <laughs> oh. it's because you don't need one Bull. <laughs> Bull. I love that sound oh, yeah. I just want to show this one that's courtesy of Ryan say, like, Terry, yes, Kieran. thank you Terry thank you for being helpful Terry there you go, some helpfulness from Terry. Thank you, mate. That's Appreciate Kieran. that. I knew you'd help me. No, Terry, I've just sent you a link to SNR. Lovely. I didn't see the hand signals one. What was that one? No, uh, Kieran sure. says, yeah, I could JCR. teach you a few hand signals this weekend, Andy. I mean, that, wow. the way you read that, it does sound slightly threatening <laughs> at the same time. Have you got the mu- Mike, have you got the music there? There's no... Um... Uh, yeah, hang on. Can I read this bit? <laughs> I can teach you a few hand signals this weekend, baby. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, forgot my username. ATF hand signals. All of them means found a dog going to shoot it. <laughs> um, for those that know the meme. Um, Stephen Whitehair says, love to do another Falklands event, did Frontline in Wales, but a lot of people abandoned due to terrible weather. I'm well, I also like to do a Falklands Yes, I'd like to do I have Falklands to admit, one. the Frontline ones do slightly scare me in terms of their commitment to trying to make it as realistic as possible. Um, I know that we've had them on the show, and they are great people, and they have said, don't worry about it too much, you know, it's not the end of the world, but you, you look at some of the other people that attend these events, and you're like, oh yeah, but your kit looks really good, and mine, mine's like, just bodged. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I must profess, I do like the, the Falklands era of kit. It, mm-hmm. It's proper proper DPM, it's, it's nice. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Kenny says, Agadu, do, do, pull pineapple pin, shake a tree. Good. Brilliant. Yep. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Not sure what that one was about, but yep, love it. Back in, right, back in your it. hammock, sunshine. Back in your hammock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pony Tony, the train has arrived. The train has oh, arrived. Oh, from last week. The train <laughs> what, oh, what was the T shirt? That last was week? it, wasn't it? No, it's the train. The train. No, it's not. I am the. I am the. I am the train. I am the train (laughs) with a smoke grenade above your head. I am the train. (laughs) Yes. Um. Stephen Whitehead, somebody shot my mic last skirmish, and now it sounds all Dalek-y. Mike had that. It was the earpiece. Absolute crack shot. Some some absolute hero just (laughs) popped him right in the ear hole from about nine million airsoft meters away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, full six hundred yards. Oh, full six hundred. Do you remember yards. that? Enemy six hundred yeah. yards. Fuck me, really? Yeah. <laughs> Are they really that far oh. away? <laughs> Marky Mark. Yeah, just coming um, out of cost cutter. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Mark about a half honestly. hour ago said just popping on to say evening gents got damn early start in the morning, something inconsiderate folks want their skip changing first thing, so I'm off to bed. We'll be playing back at the truck at four AM. So hello, Marky Mark. Night. 
Morning, Marky Mark. Morning, Mark. Morning, Mark. Morning, Mark. Skipping. Skipping. Enjoy your um, skip challenge. Oh, yeah. I literally just read that as skip challenge, but it's not. It's skip changing. <laughs> skip changing. <laughs> Something considerate, folks, want their skip challenge. First thing you off the bed. Get some rest. Rest them legs, mate, before your skip challenge in the morning. Marky Mark literally wanders up to their door, rings the door, and goes, skip. <laughs> that's, that's his skip challenge. <laughs> John Smith helps having a set of frequencies for the team, then sections so people can use it as little chat net. And then you have a section radio person to the command net, cuts out the mess around on the main net. I mean, Absolutely, the thing is, mate. ultimately, you don't even have to have people messing around on the net to still have a lot of chatter going on. Because if, you, if you've if you got two or three fire teams trying to talk to each other, it just becomes messy, even if they're giving each other information. Mm. Um, That's why I always run just, some... a, just a zero net and then the team team comms. And then within about five minutes, I just turn the team comms radio off because I've had enough of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've usually, if you've got Mike next to me, you just be like, uh, what did they say, Mike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you tell them this? I'm, I'm talk, just speaking to zero briefly. <laughs> Lance doesn't want to talk to anyone at the moment. So, <laughs> yeah. Lance has gone bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Lance is currently unavailable. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> uh, Tom Hibbard, what? I missed it. I've been in the pub. I hope you enjoyed oh, the pub. Oh, well, that's fine, yes. We Get will let you chapstick. <laughs> Get some yeah, chapstick. Get some chapstick. You'll have to listen back, chapstick, Tom. Tom. Yeah. <sighs> Unbelievably. And Terry says Lance has the longest shot in Airsoft. Oh, thanks, Tell. Tell's the yeah. best. He's giving me all the compliments. And I love Terry. <laughs> yeah. <the> <laughs> cool. Right. Uh, next week, I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing next week? Talk to yourself. I've completely forgotten something. Um, have you got the file up there? Here is our organisation skills, people. That's what we're doing. Organisational skills. More often, isn't it? I can't uh, find the thing. We haven't got anything. Ah, we've got time. Empire Events on the show. Kenny from Empire Events will be coming on. He's going to be talking about Ooh. the new Empire Events uh, and the Sniper Tournament competition. So we're new video drop down on that on Instagram stories. Check out Empire Events. There you go. Tickets Empire.events.uk. Check that out. Yes. Do you know how many tickets still? are still available? Uh, I, not off the top of my head, but I'm. But I had a meeting with Kenny during the week, and I don't believe there's many. So if you are in, in if you are interested in going, I wouldn't leave it too long, hmm. because obviously there, this first event there is ten sets of snipers, so there is a fish, sort of like twenty yeah. tickets if you like. Go for but it, you, man. But yeah, just get on it. Give it a go. It's going to be good. It's something new. Hmm. So if you're umming and ahhing, we will have Kenny on the show next week. So good opportunity to ask any questions. If you know mm. any snipers that might be interested that are also not sure if it's something for them, maybe tag them, let them know that the show is coming up, and then hopefully they can get a chance to do a little bit of live Q&A with Kenny. Mm, uh, and Lance yeah, as well, because I know obviously you're yeah, sort yeah. of assisting him on, on, the, uh, on the event. So, yes, very yeah, it should be a good one. Yeah, In the meantime, closing... Words. Uh, I'm going to give a way, Sun Tzu quote. It is mine. Well, uh, I'm going to do Sun Tzu's Art of War. So all men can see these tactics whereby I conquer, but what none can see is the strategy out of which victory is evolved. It's deep. What? It's deep, man. That is. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I understood that. So, if you know what that means, send us a little <laughs> message. <laughs> Because I'm not 100% sure of myself. At <laughs> <laughs> 6.5 IPA, um, don't need chapstick. Absolute legend. Love, love an IPA. Better was it in a jug, though? Was it in a, was it in a, was it in a, was it a Chelsea a knuckle Stein. duster, Tom? Please tell yeah. me it was. <laughs> We're chapstick. 
where chaps think. <laughs> yeah, I, I been think it. I think Rage has found um, the swish <laughs> to your chapstick. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine if they made swish chapstick. That'd be amazing. Oh, that god. would be amazing. Yeah. Maybe you and Rage should have a stick off. You can stick your chapstick at him and Hang on a minute. A swish stick. Join us next week. Man. We'll be back at eight pm. Say goodbye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Where? Stay like nice. Bur- is that like a cheap burger knockoff? I'm going to buy guys for a shit burger. Buy guys. I'm going for buy guys. <laughs> See you next week. See ya. Ciao, Bella. Bye. Stay nofo. Stay no. Stick.